Today's first reading is drawn from the Book of Wisdom, which itself is a part of the larger wisdom literature of the Old Testament. And what began as instructions for diplomats in the royal house of ancient Israel becomes still good advice. For we don't normally think of ourselves as diplomats, but think about all of the time that you spend navigating your family relationships, your neighborhood relationships, your work relationships, your ministry relationships. And yeah, you are quite the diplomat. And so our attention is particularly drawn to today's first reading because it warns diplomats like those in ancient Israel and like all of us gathered here to be on guard for the temptation to wrath and to anger, even in a world that seems to be resigned to being consumed by unresolvable anger. And we can see what's going on within the heart of a disciple by thinking about what was said in tonight's psalm. It describes the Lord as slow to anger and rich in compassion. Rich in compassion. The same phrase occurs in the Gospel describing Jesus when it says that he looked out on the crowd and was moved with pity for them. And it turns out when you look very closely that it's another one of those phrases that terribly suffers in the English translation. If we go back to the original Hebrew from which that phrase is translated into English as rich in compassion, it says something more like God's guts were twisted in that moment. And now all of a sudden, all of those moments in our lives take on a whole new perspective. Of all of the many attributes of God, this may be the most significant. This may be the most God-like thing about God is that his heart can be moved. And the insight for you and for I is that when we examine our lives, we often find ourselves with our hearts similarly being moved. And if we don't really understand what's happening inside of us, we might experience them in countless ways. It might be anger, it might be impatience, it might be frustration, it might be grief, it might be lust, it might be all manner of things. And the central warning of tonight's first reading is, when you find yourself in that position, seemingly overwhelmed or consumed by emotion, stop and think about what's really happening. 
Because the anger or the grief or the sadness or the lust or those are all just the surface things that are happening. Notice that beneath all of them that your heart is being moved in that moment. And in those moments when it seems so difficult to understand that that's what's actually happening, stop in that moment and say to the Lord in all sincerity, Lord, my heart is being moved. And I don't know what to do. I know that if I leave it unchecked by your grace, it will overwhelm me, perhaps in anger, or in frustration, or impatience, or lust, or again, so many countless other things, and Lord, stop me, stop me before I am carried away. Because all I really want in this moment is to remember a very basic truth. Regardless of all of the things that are going on around me, regardless of the labels that I put on all the emotions, Lord, I really want to understand what's really happening here. And I want to remember three very basic things. God, I know that you love me. God, I know that you died to save me. And I know that you are with me right here, right now to enlighten me, to strengthen me, and to set me free. And so, Lord, whatever I say or do next, let it be something, something that strengthens my confidence that all three of these things are true. Think for a moment about Jesus. Many times in his life, his guts were twisted. And if it's hard to imagine Jesus, Think about his mother. And how many times in her life her guts were twisted. And the only thing that really distinguishes Jesus, the perfect man, and Mary, the perfect woman, is that even though their guts were twisted so many times, they never let that occasion undermine their confidence in the love, and the mercy, and the presence, and the action of our Heavenly Father in every moment. And wouldn't it be lovely if all we had to do was just pray that one time, and then all of a sudden everything, we just slide right into heaven. Jesus warned us that that would not be so. That is why he said, if you would be my disciple, take up your cross and follow me. 
And so, moment by moment, day by day, you and I face the refiner's fire again, purifying and strengthening our hearts. And take every one of these as an occasion of invitation from our Lord himself that regardless of what is going on around you, regardless of all of the emotions that you've chosen as labels to stick on these moments, ask him to help you recognize what is happening in that moment. And then repeat that very simple formula. You can close your eyes. You can put your hand over your heart if it helps you. And say to him again, God, I know that you love me. I know that you died to save me. And I know that you are here with me now to enlighten me, to strengthen me, and to set me free. I now invite all of you to come forward with your completed commitment cards and <clears throat> place them in the basket. <clears throat>